I'm here speaking with Tom Cove, CEO at the uh, Sports and Fitness Industry Association. And Tom, uh, good morning. Maybe first you could speak about the impact of the presidential election and the congressional elections on trade as it relates to the sporting good industry and also the potential passage or non-passage of the Trans-Pacific Partnership Agreement. So first thing is, as everyone knows, the uh, a week out from this election, the word unprecedented uh, is as good a word as any. And frankly, uncertainty follows pretty quickly. Uh, nobody really knows what's going to happen with the election and nobody knows exactly to the point of your question, what will happen with trade? Trade, I think, is going to be a central question going forward because it is so critical to the overall economic growth, and yet the election discussion has probably been fairly unsophisticated in some ways on trade, meaning that to say, well, we're not going to do it this way or we're going to change what has been without having a real plan. Most of us are looking for what would be the alternative to what has been a relatively consistent pro-free trade agenda for the last 20 plus years. So as we look at the election, we say, uh, first of all, we believe that a fair free trade approach is what everyone is advocating. If everyone can hold to that, we'll be in good shape. Uh, Secondly, the discussion of the politics around free, fair and free trade are such that we need to make sure that the, the values of trade and in our industry, we are a huge beneficiary of an open free trade market. Our business is certainly global. We are products produced all over the world and frankly sold all over the world. Uh, importantly, their components are produced all over the world. So we have a lot of product uh, that is made in this country that is sent to other places for use. I mean, Nike's airbags, for example, are made in Oregon and they're sent all over the world in, in, in uh, producing shoes. So uh, it goes both ways. At the end of the day, trade is critical for the benefit of this industry. We are an international globalized industry that requires uh, the free movement of goods. So we're very interested in seeing how it's going to happen. We don't believe that the some of the rhetoric is going to turn out to be as, uh, they're not going to go as far as some of the rhetoric has been, but certainly what we see is uh, language that suggests uh, much more scrutiny on some of the free trade deals, and that may be good, uh, but as we go forward, there's going to have to be a solution instead of just complaining about it because uh, closing our borders is not a real option. With regard to TPP, clearly one of the top priorities of the Obama administration, but I think a part that's missing is also historically a top priority of the Republican congressional leadership. That's changed a little bit under the election. Uh, We don't believe that at this point uh, the chances of TPP are as good as uh, some folks uh, have said. Uh, It is For the industry, it's been a very high priority as well. Many of our biggest brands have made it the top priority of of their policy approach over the last couple of years. It's been years and years in the making and the investments that this industry has in places like Vietnam are really dependent on being able to uh, move forward with the uh, improvement to the free trade regime. That said, uh, not clear what's going to happen. It doesn't look good and we have to have, have, we're just going to have to wait and see in a post-election environment what what happens. The first thing that people are going to try to do is pass TPP under the lame duck, the time between the election and the end of the administration. That's the clear focus. It's going to be a lot of effort, but depending on how the election goes, uh, that may or may not uh, have a chance. And then also, uh, let's just briefly talk about, I know the uh, SFIA is a better proponent of the passage of the FIT Act. Uh, maybe you could just talk to our listeners, tell our listeners a little bit about what that is and how that might stand in a new Congress. The FIT Act is one of the great ideas in terms of promoting physical activity and frankly our sports industry at the same time, but it starts with promoting health and physical activity. It simply is changing the uh, uh, five words in the in the law to uh, make eligible for physical, excuse me, to make eligible um, flexible spending and health savings account expenses, pre-tax 
expenses to spend on physical activity uses such as youth sports fees, health club memberships, training fees, race registrations, tournament fees, uh, sports equipment. So basically you could use FSA funding and HSA funds, pre-tax funds, to buy all those things that would help you become physically active and health. It's a tremendous idea which has thankfully gained a lot of support in the Congress in the last two years. We have most of the leadership in support of it. The House Speaker, Mr. Ryan, the chairman of the, both of the tax writing committees, most of the people on those committees. We have House and House and Senate uh, Republican and Democrat support. The challenge is that it is in the midst of the morass of the congressional uh, do-nothing. So there's trying to, we have to figure out what moves and get it onto a piece of legislation. So we're still hopeful that it might get passed in the lame duck session because there are some must-pass pieces of legislation they're going to have to address, and we're trying to get that on in the next two, three weeks and months. But if it doesn't, we think we're very well situated for movement early in the next Congress because we have developed so much support. It's a great idea simply saying, take one's own money, create an incentive to be physically active, reduce health care costs, and be more healthy over a period of time. You've been listening to Inside the Lab at Formula 4 Media. This is Bob McGee.